0: And we are back with another episode of Upward and Onward. Today, we are featured by our guest, Toye Onikoyi. He is a determined creator, innovator, and inventor. And today, you'll get a chance to hear about some of the cool things he's done in the past and what he's up to now and things like owning a virtual reality and soda bar business. Mm, That's pretty sweet. Uh, Toye, thanks for joining us. It's a pleasure to have you. No,
1: thank you, Ali. I'm yeah. um, just happy to be here. Yeah. Finally got to be here. Always oh, been do waiting it. for
0: this, so uh, excited. Let's do it. Let's do it. I think uh, what's cool is that we met in this exact building, if I'm remembering correctly. And it was maybe three years ago before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And it was the first event in this building, and Richard Miner from Android yep. was speaking here. And that was pretty cool to see. But uh, I met you there, and I thought to myself, you're a really cool person. And after getting to know you a little bit more and hearing about all the cool things that you're doing, I was thinking to myself, I gotta get this guy in the podcast. So <laughs> thanks for coming and joining us. Um, Thank you. I think what would be helpful is for some of the viewers and listeners, if you could just walk us back a little bit and tell us about your childhood and uh, things of that nature.
1: Yeah, um, I would say born and raised in Providence, Rhode Island. Nice. Uh, went to public schools in Providence. Yep. Uh, my parents, Nigerian. Okay. Uh, they were both born here, both born in Nigeria, mm. came here in their 20s. Um, they met here, actually. And I have two older sisters um, that played a, a big role in yeah. <laughs> growing up. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I would say, you know, I started at VZ, went to Isaac Hopkins. Nice. Then went to Classical. Nice. Um, didn't know what I wanted to do throughout all those years. It was really i um, big into basketball and yep. video games. Kobe was my guy. Oh, yeah. Kobe's the <laughs> GOAT. He's a GOAT. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, who would you say is the GOAT? MJ? Oh, I was Paul just LeBron? thinking about that this week. Yeah. Um, actually, today, um, because I seen like Gilbert Arenas, he was talking about how
0: he, him at 25 is better than Steph Curry at right. 25. Okay. Which, all right <laughs> i mean he was good he was great agent zero <laughs> agent double zero i don't know if he wore double zero at one point but yeah. he was definitely rocking zero that's a that's a hot take i don't know yeah it's a hot take but that's 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 what's up uh you're from rhode island and um you know your parents are from nigeria and they came here and you're a first and your first generation uh yeah so that's really cool to see i am myself too but um nice. yeah uh so you have been someone who's been creating and innovating and doing all these really cool things. Was that something that came to you as a child and just something that was natural for you? Um, I would say
1: I was always creative, not necessarily always tech, but I would say I was creative in, um, in just different ways um, from – I don't know. I, I even think, like, the way I played basketball yeah. was, was created the way my, my jump shot was. Yeah. It was just different. Um, I would say, even when I'm playing video games, like, just, I don't know, like, the different things. I used to draw when I was little. That's awesome. Um, not, I wasn't into tech until, I would say, I got to college. Okay. Um, but... Just creatively, I think, you know, I was always, like, a kind of like a storyteller. I used to write, like, books. Really? When I was little, like, full, like, 50 pages or more, like, each one of my books was. Wow. Um, I started doing that in middle school. Okay. And at first, they were, like, based on, like, Dragon Ball Z characters. Nice. That's what I was into. And then I kind of got into, like, different kind of novels when I got into, like, the... um, Series of a Fortune event series, like Lemony Snicket, yeah and I started kind of writing like full novels and creating my own characters and stuff like
0: that. Wow, that's super cool. Um, That's super, super cool.
1: So I would say like, yeah, always just been kind of just creative, and that's where I took tech Mm. and how I look at it yeah as kind of like just another like just paintbrush, another tool, yeah just so I could like be creative.
0: Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, same, same. I Can't say I was writing novels and things of that nature. That's really awesome to hear, but I definitely look at tech that way, and it's cool to see how you drew a comparison from, like, writing a book to utilizing tech and painting that picture in a different element. So that's really awesome. Um, You mentioned that it wasn't until you got to college that you got into tech. So what did you study in college? I did electrical engineering in college. Not my choice. No? (laughs) How come? I mean, I would say... I didn't
1: not choose it, but my parents was like, you know, Nigerian parents was like, all right,
0: engineering. Yes. <laughs> you are now an engineer. <laughs>
1: I was like, all right, I don't know which one to choose because I don't really know what engineers do at all. Right? I, I, didn't, I had no clue. Yeah. Um, But my dad kind of like looked at what I was kind of into. Yeah um like video games at the time. Yep. He was like do electrical engineering, maybe you'll be able to build a system one day. That's right. You know or design a system one day. So I was like, "All
0: right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Let's run with it." That's <laughs> I was like, "All right, cool. Let me j- try to do that." <laughs> Ironically, that's the same story for me. Like mm. I didn't know what I wanted to do getting closer to the end of high school and yeah. you know, I even considered going to the army and my parents were like, "Okay, let's think about what you actually like to do." And really my dad and he was like you love computers, like, you've always been on the computer playing video games like you. He's like, what about computer science? So uh, that's really cool to hear that, yeah. you know, you were steering that direction by your parents, but ultimately, I think it was a great decision by them. And you, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> during your college experience, were there any <laughs> courses that you took and, like, you really enjoyed or things that really stuck with you and, you know, that uh, are meaningful to you? Um, yeah, my, my
1: school, my time at URI was... Definitely challenging for me. Um, it took me seven years to graduate actually. Yeah. So I almost went like two bids. Oh like, yeah. yeah. Almost <laughs> went almost went back to back. <laughs> <laughs> almost went back. Literally. Literally. I was like, yo, I can't do eight years because then yeah. that's like a double bid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, but if you know, if it if it does take that long, there's no shame in that too. You know, everybody's on their own journey, but that's yeah. cool. That's cool. Um, were there any courses that you really liked or anything? Yeah, um I well,
1: there was um, a bunch of different courses. I, I did like um, this microcontroller class okay. where we were able to um, put some software on a microcontroller and program it. But mm-hmm. I would say like the class that I really enjoyed was my capstone class, okay. like, kind of like the last class that you take before you graduate. Yeah, and that was like by far like the best um, class because it challenged me and it kind of pushed me into uh software mm-hmm. where i was doing double e okay and for my capstone project they paired us with a computer engineer the okay. software guy and my me and my partner he was interested in ee i was interested in software mm-hmm. so we were like yo let's just switch roles yeah for this project so i worked on most of the software he worked on most of like the hardware stuff interesting and that's and then from there i was like yo Right. I'm not, <laughs> not I don't want to be double E. Yeah. I don't, for my career, I want to become a software engineer. Nice. And that's how my software engineer
0: career started. Again, yeah. Nice. That's really cool. That's really cool. Just being challenged in that way and just having the flexibility to change up what you were doing and then finding a passion for something like software uh, is really awesome. And I, yeah, yeah,
1: I would say like. For our capstone project, we were the only group that completed our project, huh. and we didn't even have a presentation because we actually had a final product really? that we just demonstrated and we just talked about the product. It was this robot. We okay. It was like it was like a humanoid robot. Okay. That we created software that you could control the robot. You can move the arm. You can move the other arm. Really? And you could create like um, kind of pre. Trained um, like movements. Okay. So you could be like, all right, move the head this way, move the arm up, Mm. and then save it, and then it could loop in that kind of like movement
0: until you tell it to stop. Wow, that's really cool. Um, dang man, that's really cool because you know there's products like that and toys like that that are sold on a large scale. Where's yours at? Is it in (laughs) in one of these stores? Is it something I can go grab?
1: It's not, but um, think like. It would it was a product okay. you know we actually created a full product nice. and I remember when we were presenting one of the teachers was saying like wow wait you guys just created a mini game engine mm. within the software because in the software there was sliders on the side okay. like the UI there were sliders mm-hmm. where you could move and they each slider represented a, a piece of the body okay and then in the middle was basically a 3D model of the robot. I see. So you would move the slider, it'll move in the 3D environment in the application, but then it'll also move the servos that were
0: attached to the robot. Interesting. So cool. So, so cool. Um, I think I saw that as you were at URI, you were also a research engineer. Is that correct? Yeah, Yeah? yeah, Yeah. What was that like? What were some of the responsibilities or things that you had to do while you were there? So that, how I
1: even got that, um, it was a professor, Kunaman Kodia, okay. and he like just started the time when um, I started to start that research project. And I just seen a flyer, uh, I think it was in my email, and it said, oh, looking for 3D um, artists. okay, And I was not, <laughs> <the> <laughs> one weren't there yet? No, so I okay. just went to his office, and I was like, Oh, I seen this flyer, but I have no experience. And then he said, because I'm not looking for nobody with experience. He said, That's the point nice. of this research job. Mm. He said, for you to gain experience. Mm. And then when he said that, that I looked at like everything differently because like trying to get jobs, they ask for experience. Yeah. But this is a guy who's telling me, I don't want you to have experience. I want, I want you to do you want to learn. Yeah. And I was like, yo.
0: Yo, I, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm your guy. <laughs> yeah. Where do I sign? <laughs> oh, facts, facts. That's what's up. That's what's up. So it was uh, a flyer that really started the research engineer journey for you. And while you were there, um, was there any research project that you were working on? Was the capstone one of them? Was there anything else?
1: Yeah, so for research, we worked on a project called Tele Tremor. Okay. And this was one of Kunaman Kodia, Professor Kunaman Kodia's um, projects. So basically, it was to measure a Parkinson's patient's um, severity of their tremors. Mm-hmm. So basically, um, at the point when I was working on it, um, a user would have like a wristband and they would go through like a test. With, probably a doctor or maybe at their home mm. and they'll be they'll go through a test maybe they're doing like a pinching test Okay, but during the pinching test they'll be tremoring because they have Parkinson's yep. disease and you'll be able to monitor and rate the severity of that where usually you're only able to do that when you're in the doctor's office That's right? but doing this you'll be able to do it at home mm. so my part of it was to give the doctor a 3D representation. So when the person is doing the test and their arms are shaking, we had um, a 3D model that I made in Blender and then used a Python script to map um, the sensors that was on the wristband to the model. So the 3D model would represent and move the same way as the the hand. That's
0: right. Wow, that is so impactful. Um, I saw the video on YouTube of Teletremor and I saw how, you know, the patient's hand is shaking and then at the end uh, it's not anymore so it's <laughs> yeah. really cool I yeah. actually my grandfather before he passed uh, he had Parkinson's and mm. I got to see firsthand how challenging it can be so knowing that there are people like you who are innovating around that is really really impactful and I'm so happy to hear that's a great great mission and uh, super cool that you did that
1: Oh yeah that was that was good um, a good opportunity to just work with those people and for now, for giving me the opportunity, I think that is like, um, you know, that says a lot. And that really changed my perspective on how I should look at things or even my ability and the doubts I even had in myself. That's right. That's
0: right. It's true. Um, I saw online that you also presented at Rice 360 Mm. Institute for Global Technologies. That's unreal because I looked into it more and I saw how large-scale of like a... uh, Institute, it is, and it, I think it's national. Um, but yeah. how was that experience? How was it presenting? Were you nervous? Um, how to go? All that,
1: yeah, super nervous. Yeah, for one, super <laughs> I mean, nervous. Two, that was the first time I was on a plane. Oh, really? Yeah, where'd you fly to? Uh, Houston, okay, okay. Yeah. So it was
0: only like a three hour ride, or <laughs> <laughs> were you sitting in the back just like
2: shaking?
1: <laughs> Never been on a plane before that. Well, I have. But I just don't remember. I was too young. Was mm. in Nigeria. I, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was the first of my knowledge. I was like being on a plane, so I was like, "Yo, this is crazy. This is crazy. Your ears popped and all laugh. <laughs> that. Yeah, You're yeah. Like, What's going yep. on? <laughs> yep, yep.
0: <laughs> oh, that's great. And then presenting. Um, how'd that go? What was what was the reaction? What was the response? It was um, one. I
1: was nervous. Two. Every other person group mm. that was presenting was amazing oh so yeah. it was like yeah. like you said it was national like yeah. everything was like just amazing so i learned like while i was there waiting for my turn like okay this is how i should stand this is how yeah. i should project it mm-hmm. was kind of like learning on the fly yeah um but it was just a, a good experience and like everybody there was um for a health cause mm. you know they were trying to solve something yeah through tech, yep. um, you know, um, trying to help somebody else, kind of like we were trying to do with Parkinson's. Mm. Everyone else had their, um, their um, sector. Nice. And um, we didn't win anything. We didn't place, mm-hmm. but it was just a good experience
0: overall. Hundred percent, hundred percent. That's really cool. That's definitely valuable. I think uh, fighting through some of that. Nervousness, some of the anxiousness, getting on the flight for the first time, getting in front of those people and uh, presenting something that's so meaningful is such a cool experience. So I'm happy that you did that. And for anybody watching and listening, if there's something that is on your mind that, you know, you think is a good idea, I think you should go for it. Despite some of the things that you feel nervous about or anxious about, you got it. I think so. And I know Toya thinks so too.
1: I got something to say about yeah. that. Yeah. Um, During that time, I want to say that was 16 or 15. 2016,
0: 2015. Yeah, it was one of
1: those years that that happened. I think it was 15. Mm. Um, We were doing telemedicine. Okay. And I remember speaking, being at the booth for teletremor and speaking, it was a doctor, Mm. and she was like, oh, yeah, telemedicine. She's like, that's not going to happen. Like, that's, what she's you, like, that's not gonna happen. What do you do- mean like that? Doctors aren't gonna go for that. Hmm. She was, I think she was scared that like telemedicine was gonna take her job at the time. Yeah. But now it's so prevalent.
2: <laughs> interesting. <laughs> very, very interesting. Yeah.
0: I, I, I get a lot of that too. Uh, just like people being, oh, that's not gonna work. And then selfishly them saying that because uh, they their preconceived notions of something that might impact them. But, it is very widespread nowadays, and that's interesting that someone said that, but don't listen to that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm not listening to yeah, that. Yeah, and
1: going like for everybody out there. Yeah. Don't, if it's in your heart, do it. Do it.
0: Do it. Don't <laughs> listen to them. Do it. That's awesome, man. Thanks for sharing about that. Um, I also saw that you had worked on a project called Smotlot. Is that right? Mm, yep. Can I can I hear you say it? I don't know if I pronounce smart it. lot. Smart lot. Smart. You got to add a little bit more more Rhode Island on that. <laughs> smart. Thing. Smart. There we smart. go. Yeah. All right. So smart lot. Uh, what was that? And um, can you tell us about it? Yeah, that was a hackathon.
1: Kunam and IoT hackathon. His first hackathon. Um, he was doing great. Yeah, he was doing great things. Like he came into person. URI just blazing with like just new ideas. Nice. Um, so basically we had to do a hackathon around IoT, Internet of Things, a device and um my group we decided to do a smart parking lot okay. where each parking lot I wouldn't do it this way now, but no. each parking lot had a device, um, basically that could tell if a per- if a car was parked in that spot. Okay. So then if you're we did it like, okay, you're going to campus and you want to know how many lo- how many empty spots are left mm. in a specific lot, you'll be able to look on the app yeah. and be able to say, okay, there's 10 spots in this lot, and I know where they are. Nice. So I could just go. I don't have to be driving around.
0: URI. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Searching and praying <laughs> for a spot to open up. Yeah. yeah. I've heard about how challenging it can be to park at URI just because mm-hmm. some of my friends had gone there and telling me about how they get parking tickets and how they don't want to pay them and how they have to fight them and things yep. of that nature. So I understand Uh, (laughs) So it was an app that you could see what the open spots were in a parking lot. Mm -hmm. Now, what tools did you use to create this app and kind of the device that was maybe in the parking lots and things like that?
1: Yeah, so the device was just a Raspberry Pi, and then we used a range finder, and it basically just measured like a distance an object was in front of it. So then we'll be able to tell, okay, we could write the code that, like, okay, there's a car, like, you know, 10 inches, so a car is in that spot. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then um, we actually use C++ okay. um, for the front-end application. Okay. Um, and that was basically just a QT application that basically um, connected to that device in mm-hmm. that sensor. It was able to say, like, okay, there's a parking spot. Like, nice. Like, taken. Nice. And then on scale, that app could be connected with n number of devices for yeah. each parking spot mm-hmm. to be able to show, like, okay, out of 50 spots, 20 mm-hmm. are taken. Cool. And these are the locations.
0: Super cool. Super, super cool. I think that's a great way of, like, going to a hackathon and, like, coming up with an idea that's practical and then putting that into it feasible. And, you know, it can be an MVP, but just something that's feasible and you'd take it from a concept to an actual product. Mm -hmm. So that's really cool to hear that you did that. And I imagine, since it was a hackathon, it was probably in a short amount of time? Yeah, it was a weekend. Wow, Yep. that's awesome. So were you just like in the cave, like just, (laughs) well this is how most people imagine it. Not all coding is like this, but they imagine, I think, some people uh, being in a cave or their basement with the hoodie on, the lights (laughs) off, and just like, but (laughs) maybe you just were chilling and you just did your thing for a weekend? It was somewhat of that.
1: Again, it was a team. There was three of us, and um, we kind of just did a combo. Like, some of us did, like, coding, and then some of us did actual electronics and connecting it and then writing the software Mm -hmm. for those electronics.
0: That's so so cool. So, so cool. Um, Another thing that I saw that you have created, been a part of, and I looked into it myself because I was like, oh, this is so cool. And um, I saw the Instagram for it. And how you guys are posting some funny, <laughs> funny clips of, or better yet, just funny posts of code and uh, things like that, and it's called dev comedy. Mm. What's dev comedy? How the idea come about, and um, yeah, what's up with that?
1: Yeah, dev comedy. It was. Um, it's just an Instagram uh, page, basically showing. Um, Code but in a funny way, yeah. So the idea was like, okay, I like coding, mm-hmm. but how can I get my friend who's not into it to like look at what I'm doing? Yeah, so basically, I wrote a function that involved like you know Jordan's or yeah. a Kanye lyric, yeah, or something like that, you know, yeah. and then incorporated the you know essence of the song yeah. or whatever the Jordans or, or whatever it was mm. into the code into nice. so like a for loop or yeah. a structure or something you know Yeah. Um, that's pretty much it and then like Super just cool. started like put it in like a nice like you know ui i saw that yeah and then just started posting them that's
0: what's up that's what's up good for you man that's another thing that you've done that just you had this idea and you take the concept and put it into something feasible and tangible and that's awesome i feel like when i was just getting my bearings learning about you a little bit more before you know this podcast episode mm-hmm. i was just sitting with my girlfriend and i was like look at what he's done here look at this look at this look at this i i at one point I said, this guy's like Elon Musk and I was like, okay, I don't know if I should, if I can put him in the same sentence yet, but I think in my eyes, you know, I look to you and I really just see somebody who is so creative, so innovative and, you know, you inspire me to do really, to do really cool things too. So, so thank you for just being yourself, you you know? Thank you. Yeah. Um, another thing, just in case you guys thought that we were done here, you also are the co-founder of the Muse Mirror. And I remember it was maybe a year or two ago. I was walking in Providence Place Mall with my girlfriend, and as I was walking, I just bumped into you, really. And I was like, "Toya," oh, yeah. I was like, "What's up, man?" <laughs> and I see you. I see the mirror. I see people walking by. They're all looking at it, like, "What's that thing?" And I, you know, I, I was thinking to myself, like, "How much money do I have? Do I have a little extra to spend on a on a on a on a smart mirror?" But um, what is the Muse Mirror, and how did that come about? Yeah. So. The Muse
1: Mirror started out as a gift to my girlfriend. Nice. And um, every year on our anniversary, we would just like give something Mm. that we made. Oh, wow. So, um, one year I made her scrapbook. Okay. The next year, I made her a dream catcher because she was really into awesome. like dream catchers and putting it in her car. Okay. Oh, so in was, the car. All right. Yeah. yeah. And,
0: like the dash. Yeah, the dash. Yeah. Hey. It's a nice decoration, <laughs> you know? C- catches dreams, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Shouldn't be sleeping while you're driving. <laughs> you should not. Don't sleep, but you can enjoy the, <laughs> the beauty of it, I guess. Exactly. Uh.
1: Exactly. <laughs> and then, um, so I made that. And then... I was like, all right, let me use something that, let me make something with my you know electrical engineering degree, yeah. software, my new software background. That's right. Um, let me make something combination of the two. Yeah. I know that she wears makeup. Yep. All the time. Oh, yeah. Yep. And she's in the mirror. Yep. Every day. Every day. A lot, a lot of the day. A lot of the day. Okay, so it's not just like a couple minutes. We're like talking. No, no, it's funny. Yeah, yeah. A, a good amount of time. So yeah. I'm like, all right, let me make her a smart mirror. So this first one, it had um, her calendar events. Okay. It had, um, she lived in Jersey at the time. So it had her trip time from like Jersey to Rhode Island to URI. Oh, wow. So like. She would go to URI, boom, she'd be able to see, like, okay, how much time it will take f- for her to go to Jersey. Yep. And had, like, a greeting and different kind of stuff, like, just on the mirror. And then she posted it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people was like, yo, one." blah, blah, blah. blah. Yeah,
0: yeah. I was like, no. No. <laughs> like, this is a one-time thing. <laughs> like, I'm good. <laughs> this is for <from> my girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And then about a year later, I'm still getting those, like, messages. Yeah. You know, like, oh, that thing, like. blah blah blah. so i'm like all right let me can i let me try to do something with this Mm. and then um i didn't know what to do (laughs) i didn't know what to do but i knew how to build i know how to build it yeah that was one thing i know how to do nice I, i could build it and i could write the software for it that's what i knew what i could do um so some time has passed um Spoke with some people. I knew I needed to get a team. So, first, I got an intern at a bomb Samuel, and um, he was really good at helping me. We brainstormed a lot of the foundations, and we knew, like, okay, um, we want to have our own operating system, yeah. So, we knew that was one of the things we wanted to do. We wanted mm-hmm. to have a foundation, mm-hmm. um, we didn't want to be stringent on, like, the Google Play Store. We want to be, like, attached to the the Apple Store. We want to have our own thing. We started looking at, like, this is a device on its own. Wow. So, like, how do we even look at the UI of, like, how things are arranged or even apps? Like, this is not a phone. Like, it shouldn't look the same. Yeah. So we started, like, um, conceptualizing, like, how things should even, like, look. And that was just fun, like, just trying to think about it. Because you had
0: a new canvas whole new canvas a whole new canvas similar so. to when you were creating the novels and then mm. you know and now using technology and having a brand new canvas and it being a mirror a smart mirror and then the world is yours and clearly you made it uh you made it yours so <clears throat> yeah um so sorry to cut you off but yeah. you were saying you had an intern and you were forming the team yep. and was there anyone else that was a part of the the team
1: yep so after he interned the summer I asked him to you know, be to come on the team, mm. and then um I asked. I needed somebody else who was more business savvy. Yeah, and I knew a friend, KC. He started a business before. Okay, and he had another business, current current business, and he had a, a business. So he's serial kind of yeah, entrepreneur. Yeah, sounds like it. Cool. Um. So. I, want, I asked him numerous times. Come on, <laughs> like, man. <"Yeah." laughs> Help me. Help me. <laughs> legit, legit. I was like, come <laughs> on. He said, like, I don't know. And then um, eventually convinced him in, for him to see the vision of, yeah. of what I had um, in the Muse mirror. And basically, you know, for this mirror to be in everyone's home, to be in shopping centers, you know, malls. Yeah. Everything, um, and this being the foundation of mirrors, yeah, the next level of mirrors because
0: mirrors have not changed i mean compared to the muse mirror mirrors are boring you know i get in the mirror and i see the reflection i'm like oh man we need some help here but, uh, but maybe there was some apps that would distract me and stuff too but uh and, and be helpful really yeah, yeah 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 and
1: we we launched it um and there's another um member larry okay and he's helped a lot with the product and marketing nice. and um bringing the product into like you know the commercial yeah space and, and how it is now yeah um so, um, a bunch of things has, has happened, you yeah. know, um, um, since then. And, like, we wanted, we released it last year mm. um, to consumers um, for the first time. And we wanted to just, okay, how are consumers even going to use this? We won't, we didn't want to put too much of our fluff in it. Yeah. We wanted to give it out and see, like, okay, users are using it for this, users are using it for this. Um, so we got some data and got to see like how users were using it mm. and how they would like to use it. True, yeah. So then we could then write software for that. Yep. And from what we've seen in the different conferences we've been going to, mm. I think we found that um, the business customers were ready now for it mm. and the consumers' customers were not just Ready for it right now. Yeah. Um, but recently, we've got some more information um, of advances that we could do nice. pretty soon that will uh, make it consumer ready a lot, a lot faster.
0: That's so cool. That's so, so cool. I'm curious to see what uh, you'll <laughs> innovate and create in these upcoming months you know, who knows how long weeks it could be, because who knows, You, you yeah. can, I could see you walking in and just banging something out, but um, that's really exciting. And if you're interested in a smart mirror, the Muse Mirror is a great mirror. I saw it myself and I've touched it, played around with it, really cool. I think uh, it could be a good gift for maybe somebody, their birthday, special event coming up, but um, if you're interested, I'll drop a link here and you guys can go check it out. Uh, awesome, Muse Mirror, you know, what's even crazier is that you are also the owner of a virtual reality and soda bar business located right here in Providence, The Bubbler. Yeah. How did that start? What is The Bubbler? What do you guys do over there? Things of that nature.
1: Yeah, The Bubbler. Um, It started at um, my previous job. I was a software engineer, by the way, for like six years, um, six and a half years. And um, during that time, part of that time, I've done a lot of work within virtual reality in terms of simulating and um, training. Hmm. So that, and before that, I never even tried VR. I was kind really? of wasn't, I just haven't, I didn't try it. Yeah. And until I started like developing in it, I was like, oh, this is it's pretty This pretty is cool. really cool. Mm. I'm like, there's too many people I know that don't know how cool yeah. this is. <laughs> is. Cause this is crazy. Next level. Yeah, next level, like, immersion. Oh, yeah. And, like, I haven't even played video. I stopped playing video games when I got to college. Okay. So, this is pff, over 10 years, I would say, yep. not playing video games yep. at all. Um, and... I was like, yo, this is good for gaming. This is good for training. This right. is good for so much things. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it, yeah. It, it's crazy. So I was like, I need to show this to a lot more people. So just me just thinking. Yeah. I went to my friend, Jennifer Ortiz. She has a dance studio. Okay. In um, North Providence. I'm in spring. Okay. So I went there and then I'm like, yo, this is so dope. Like yeah. you've been dancing your whole life. You have your own dance studio. Yeah. This is dope. I was like, yo, how did you like do this? She was like, I sold the place. I paid him mm-hmm. and he gave me the keys. <laughs> wow. She said it was easier than getting an apartment. Wow. Like all she had to do was give the um, security and the rent. Yeah. And it was hurt. There was no, like...
0: Nothing, no n- hassle. No, yeah. Nice. Wow. Like,
1: Can you pay? She said, yeah. And then I was like, what? Is it that easy? And no. she said it was easier than getting an apartment. Huh. Interesting. So I was like, that sounds crazy to me. Right. So I'm driving back from that, going back home. Mm. And at the time, I lived, like, in the area of north end of Providence, where I, I grew up in this area. Okay. And I passed... This flower shop, but it says for rent, hmm. and then I'm like, "Yo, oh yeah, it's a sign. It's a, <laughs> sign. a sign." So I called him. I was like, "I'm looking at this spot." He was like, "We can see it right now. Five minutes away." And without even like fully thinking about what I was gonna do in that place, yeah, I just had a semi hunch it might be VR, but I mm. wasn't even fully sure. Yeah, um, I said, "All right, I want it," Damn. and I just. At the same day I saw it, I just got the place. Wow. And then I was like, all right, now what do I do? <laughs> right, yeah. I, now I mean, I'm paying for this thing. What do I do with it? What do I do? So then um started just thinking, boom, just being in the, pa- the place. I brought like some friends, uh, like Larry, my other friend, Brito, Ashton, Victor, mm-hmm. just to come into space and like, yo, being here, what do you see? Do blah, you see? blah, blah. Yeah. Um, so VR was a space. It was the first thing mm-hmm. that I wanted in the space, and I started building. And all my friends, like we all helped. Really? Like That's it was awesome. just my friends, That's just awesome. coming like every day, breaking down, yeah. just putting stuff up, wow. and transforming this flower shop into a virtual reality arcade. Wow! So then the soda bar came into play, where the VR was shaping up, and like we need to find something to complement it. Mm. So then, um, a friend of mine, Victor, Mm -hmm. uh, he's coming back from Utah. Okay. And then he's like, "Can you pick me up at Boston, the airport?" And I'm like, "All right, yeah, for sure." Go to Boston on the way back. He's telling me like Utah was cool. I was like, (laughs) Utah, like (laughs) middle of
0: nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) What what do they got over there? Like. Utah, I don't
1: know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. What do they have over I'm there? Thinking, I'm trying to think. And he's like, they have these cool soda bars, these hmm. cool soda shops there. I'm like, what? Well, I've yeah. never heard of Ever. one. And he's like, yeah, there's a bunch of them over there. Interesting. And I was like, what? And then in my mind, I'm like, that's it. That's it. That's the compliment to, to the, video the VR. VR. Yeah. Custom, old school soda. Soda.
0: Ever. Who doesn't love soda? <laughs> and more importantly playing video games and VR and I can just see little kids coming in for things like their birthday which I saw yeah. that you, you do events like that and mm-hmm. you know get them hyped up on soda and go punch somebody <laughs> in virtual reality I don't know it sounds like a great time but yeah. so sorry to cut you off but uh, no, yeah that, yeah. so it was your friend Victor? My friend Victor Okay, yeah, and he came back somewhere. from Utah and he was saying how there's some soda bars out there so then you thought wow what a great compliment and how do you Start to get the soda working, really, because you know I feel like um, it must be interesting how how that all works too. So yeah, I, I
1: have a recipe. Oh, do you? Yeah. Okay. There, there's a recipe of of what we do. Okay. Um, I'm not gonna say it. Yeah, don't <laughs> don't reveal your secrets. But um, yeah, there is a recipe. It's not just it's not just soda. Interesting. That you're you're getting there. You're getting kind of a mixture of a couple of different things. Mm. Are real fruits, mm. um, different other flavors, mm. and yep, yeah, really and nice. We're looking to um, you know expand and you know create our own syrups. Nice, um, you know potentially bottle bottle <laughs> them in the future and, and sell them.
0: That's awesome, man.
1: Um, I would say I had within right now. I'm running Muse in the bubbler. Yep. And I had Arnell Milhouse. Yeah. Shout out to Arnell Millhouse. Shout out to Arnell. Yeah. <laughs> um definitely a huge mentor mm-hmm. um in my life. Same. And I feel like there's been times and there was especially a time when I was I felt like I was doing enough. Yeah. But I wasn't. Dude. I I wasn't <laughs> doing enough and he told me something where he was like if you were born in the 20s and you knew everything you know now Mm -hmm. what would you do i'm like what what the hell i said yo i'm inventing the computer Computer, the iphone internet i'm inventing all that back then everything i'm gonna be a Tesla. I'm gonna be Elon Musk. Yeah. Before Elon, Elon Musk, Musk. I'm gonna be Elon, Bill Gates, Everybody and Steve Jobs
2: combined. One.
1: Yes. <laughs> and he was like, "No, you're not." Oh wow.
2: Hmm.
1: And I'm like, what are you? I'm like, "What do you mean by that?" <laughs> I'm like, "Yo, I'm like, yeah, I'm, yeah. Tell- I'm you? telling you." Yeah. He said, "You know things about the future now. Mm-hmm. What are you doing about it?" Mm. And I was like, "Damn, man, God, that guy. <laughs> like, Damn." I was like. I guess I'm not doing. I'm not doing enough. Yeah, yeah. So I think about that when I'm doing the things I'm doing. I'm yeah. Like, am I am I giving my full potential? Mm. You know.
0: I love that. Yeah, mm. man. Arnell is he's so wise. I think. Yeah. Uh, what I love about him too is that he gives back so much. I feel like you know a lot of the things that he does they're good for himself, but they're also great for other people. And more importantly, I think his focus is on other people. And I've seen that firsthand, you know, he was the first guest on our podcast, but uh, I'm happy to hear that he's also been influential in your life and someone who you look up to as a mentor. And to have those people around you who are asking challenging questions and want to see you succeed, they want to see you do better and uh, kind of draw that out of you, it's priceless. So that's awesome. Um, So the, the bubbler, you guys, have people coming in for karaoke. (laughs) Uh, What
1: else, what else? I'll hear from you. Yeah, so we have karaoke every last Saturday of the month. Okay. We have, um, every Wednesday we do a Smash Brothers tournament. Ooh. That's every Wednesday at six. Okay. Um, We do art sessions every last Friday Hmm. of the month. Right now we're just doing oil paintings. Okay. Um, and the last one, we did a little twist, but I think we're going to kind of go more into where we do like this generative prompt. Mm. So, like a mid journey stable diffusion, mm-hmm. you put in, like, I want a foresty cyberpunk theme mountain. Yeah. Mountain range. Yeah. It'll generate the image. Okay. And then. You go into VR, Mm. and now you paint that image. So everyone now is painting their own image based on what they thought about. Wow. And usually when you go to, like, a paint-and-sip, you're painting someone else's, you know, painting. You're just copying it. But Mm. I'm thinking, like, this is more better because this is a painting, you know, it was generated by AI, but it was from your own descriptive creative thoughts. Yeah. Um, and then going into VR, and then in VR, you could see the other people who are in the session with you, and you can see what they're painting. Wow. And you're painting your own, your own, you know, creation. So I did, before we were just doing the regular paintings last month, I introduced the generative AI piece of it. So I want to do that continually Mm -hmm. and see, like, where we could, you know. Yeah. Go with Add it. to that, yeah. yeah,
0: that's so cool. I didn't even think about VR in that in that aspect. I just, you know, most people they think of VR and they think of, uh, I think it's lightsaber or something like, yeah, it's beat like saber. Beat yeah, saber. Yeah, yeah. So there's that, and you always see like the dad on a holiday on Instagram who's like, <laughs> yeah, he's just he got the the headset on and he just wants to let out all his anger at once. So he's just swinging as hard as he can in the boxing VR game. But uh, the fact that people can maybe even really hone in on their creative spirit and get into a virtual reality and be able to paint a picture of something that they really thought about in their head and that gets generated, they see it in their headset and they're able to just really hone in on that. That's so, so cool, so, so cool. Outside of even the benefits of uh, virtual reality being accessible for helping someone train for a job and things like that, virtual reality is really, really cool and I'm curious to see where it's gonna go in the next coming years.
1: Yeah, nah, same Um, We're we're introducing different things at VR I mean at the bubbler um, Where we just added a streaming room Oh wow So people could, one, learn how to stream and use OBS Love that um, Get connected to Twitch And basically just have a space where they could stream And be on Twitch and learn how to game and, and all of that Wow. We're um, gonna start doing VR tournaments. We did a few last summer. Okay, we're gonna start doing more um, VR tournaments and get people um, active in that. And okay. I want to say the difference with like esports yeah. and VR esports is the VR esports. Gives you a time and ability to be active, mm. and be physical. But hmm. regular esports, yeah, you're not physical. That's right. But this is kind of like the in between between, you know, a basketball and like a Smash Brothers tournament. Yeah. Where you're able to your mm. game, but then you're also able to be physical at the same time. Mm. So we want to introduce that at our space, and then hopefully get into d- different schools in the area oh, yeah. and um, create a league. Oh, yeah. Um, Based on that, and that's, like, one of our goals.
0: Man, I can see it so clearly. Like, honestly, it's so – it makes so much sense, like, the way that things are going and just us being really so acquainted with technology and using our iPhones, our Macs, everything like that. I do think in the future it's very likely that people who have a 9-to-5 business – or, sorry, a 9-to-5 job, uh, instead of logging in on your computer and going on Zoom – you know, you could just be in the office wearing your headset, yeah. I know even Mark Zuckerberg had demoed that with, um, I think, the Oculus. Yep. And uh, yeah. yeah, it's so clear that things are moving in that direction and if you can, you know, have children and kids who are growing up in, in schools utilize VR for the right reasons, I think that's really important and that's really, really cool, good use of technology, so that's awesome, man, good for you. Know, you. Yeah, I, I agree 100% with that. Yeah. Um. So you guys do Smash Brothers tournaments Karaoke Kids birthday parties uh, Now VR tournaments And Paint And uh, Creative nights Anything else that's coming out of the bubbler? Like the Um, bubbler seems like It's just your (laughs) Your place to just Have these creative thoughts And just do Whatever feels
1: right Yeah Nah it's a spot Anyone could just come down Uh, And we also have like You know Our stations People just come down Mm -hmm. And like play recreationally nice. and do different games um you nice. know there okay. we also um we started going to we have a library the wonstick library that's near us yeah and we started doing like a travel day with some of the kids at the library mm. where they'll basically have a globe they'll pick different spots on the globe mm-hmm. that they're interested in going and then in vr they'll travel to that oh, spot man. So um, cool. we were doing that at the library. I need to figure out how to do that at the bubbler. Yeah. But I want to introduce, you know, something like that. Nice. You know, also at the bubbler. But, um, you know, just a space for you could explore the technologies of VR, AR, but not limited to that. You know, just technology in general mm. and have a safe place that you can yourself but also bring your kid mm. and um with, with the soda bar I imagine like you know a dad and their kid or a mom and, and their kid at the bar
2: yeah.
1: together yeah like sitting at a bar together yeah and they're both drinking and they're enjoying each other's company yeah and also learning about tech yeah you know oh, just, yeah. in a fun um, way in a fu- in a fun way nice um, Man. and and definitely have that picture of a lot of times <laughs> I know I believe
0: it damn uh so I'm curious have there been any events or things that you've seen while you've been at the bubbler that have really just like hit you in the fields and you've been like man like this is this is really cool what's going on here or just something that you saw come to life like the smash brothers tournament and seeing like a big turnout uh has there been anything that has like stuck with you that you've been like that was awesome
1: um like there's been so much. I think every time there's a kid coming in and they know so much about VR. Their parents don't. Mm. And they leave. Before they leave, their their face is like oh, I just had the best time of my life. Of course. (laughs) And it's like they get it and it's like their parents almost don't yeah. really get it. It's hard, yeah. But they understand, mm. you know, the feeling and the experience that it's its just given them. Yeah. Um, right. I would say, like, just the reaction from kids, but just adults, the the, the reactions I, I get yeah. from people trying the technology. Mm. Um, and what I'm just curious about is where the
0: technology is going. I agree. So, what do you think? What do you think it could go in a in a good direction, or <laughs> you think it could go in a bad direction? <laughs> What's going on here? What's going on in that virtual reality? <laughs> uh, it, it, it's, bo- it's
1: both. It's both. Yeah. It's both. Um, and and I want to lump VR and AR together. Yep. I feel like you know within AR, I think. Right now, it's kind of like in this phase of like, what are we doing what with it? What is it? Yeah. And I believe Apple is gonna come out with something. If they're not gonna announce it this year, they'll announce it next year. Yeah. That will help everyone to understand. Everyone's gonna be like,
0: oh, I get
1: it. Yeah, uh, I think whatever, whenever they announce it, yeah. if it's gonna be this summer. Mm-hmm.
0: Everyone's going to be like, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah. Do you think that could come in the form of like glasses or something like that where you can just like be able to wear glasses and see information about maybe a business that you're looking at or a red light coming up or a accident down the street, like things of that nature. Is that what you're thinking?
1: Yeah. I think Siri is, is going to see for the first time. Oh, wow. I think Siri Hmm when they release it mm-hmm. siri is going to be able to see mm. and thinking about it that way it's going to be um they're not going to advertise it and say ar glasses yeah they, they've never in the history announced products of what they it actually so is true. yeah so true i don't know how they would do it mm. but i'm just imagining siri with eyes mm. siri could see now now mm how can it help me throughout my day? Mm. And they're just gonna make it seem like, okay, I need this. (laughs) Oh yeah, they always give you that little (laughs) element
0: of, you need this, even if you got the AirPods generation one, you'll get the AirPods generation two and three, (laughs) the next one, but (laughs) they always find a way. And um, yeah, I agree, I think that it's likely that they could announce something soon, and even if it's not in the near future, you know, in the future, and I'm curious to hear. Yeah. looking back in a couple of years if uh, <laughs> if your, your guess or your prediction was correct, but yeah, time yeah. will tell. No. <laughs> so we talked about your experience being a child and just starting to figure out like innovating and just being creative, you know, writing novels mm-hmm. and then also not knowing exactly what you wanted to do after high school, but finding electrical engineering and then that turned into software. Uh, you became a software developer. You hacked on a bunch of different projects, and worked on something like a smart mirror called the Muse Mirror. Started your own business called The Buggler. What do you do outside of work? What do you do for fun? Hmm. How do you spend your free time? <laughs> that's a good question. Yeah? <laughs> it looks like you don't get a lot. He's like, what do I do? <laughs> um, that's
1: a good question. Yeah? Because, I mean... I hang out with friends. Yeah. You yeah. know, um, I go out, mm-hmm. um,
0: I, <sighs> you like to try new places to eat in Rhode Island. Yeah. Yeah. I'm,
1: I'm, i I'm, I'm a, I'm a Buns and Bites, um, oh, yeah. regular. They have nice. Buns and Bites helps me with my food choices. Oh yeah. They're great. Yeah. <laughs> every weekend. Probably every weekend. Like
0: <laughs> you can find a new spot to go to every weekend through that account. They're yeah. Great. They're great. Yeah. Uh, do you do any coding in your free time?
1: Oh, I was I was trying to say something that didn't involve tech.
0: You but see, I was going to say that.
1: Um, that for the most part, yeah. it may not be directly coding, yeah. but I'm doing something, you know, revolved around technology or yeah. my business. And I kind of formulated, I was into VR, mm. like... So I made it my business, Makes you sense. know. Like, I do do that on to my side. free time, but I made what I like to do on my free time my business. It's awesome. So I would say, like, my business. Yeah, <laughs> your business. It's all business, <laughs> baby. My my business. My business. Yeah. Um. You know, with, with the mirror, we're doing things with AI. We're doing things. In, with AI, yeah. we're doing things with, with AR, mm. you know, within the mirror. Mm. So, like, you know, learning new things about that, mm. I love doing. Nice. I, I just seen um, Facebook, they just came out with this um, new AI model uh, called SAM. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically a, a segmenting anything model where mm. you could take a picture of um, anything mm-hmm. and it would segment every single piece mm-hmm. of you know, the photo, like, by itself. Okay. And usually it's really hard to do that, where usually if you want to create a segmentation model, you'll have to import your own images, and it'll be segmented based on, like, people yeah. or dogs. Yeah. But they created this segmented anything model where there's millions of images injected in this data set and hmm. billions of data points. Hmm. So, um, like this week, I've been like studying on that paper and awesome. like that. I like doing. I like doing that stuff. Yeah, that's what's um up. And just learning about you know what the latest yeah. and, and greatest out there. Like that is that's that's, so cool. that's a super crazy like. That, it's basically ChatGPT, yeah. but for computer vision and like visual like. Seeing, yeah, like it's it's amazing. That is amazing. Um, and they made it open source. Oh, that's even so better. basically anyone could go in there and um, use it. Huh.
0: I feel like much. I'm gonna see an app come out sometime soon that you made use of the uh, Facebook new Sam model, right? Yep. It's the Sam model, and it's gonna have your face on it. And I'm gonna be like, Toya doesn't sleep. I'm convinced. There's nothing that this guy can't do. But man, that's so cool. That's what's up. Uh, do you read any books? Do you? Get your news like uh, about tech and different things just from mm-hmm. a certain source. Are you looking into crypto stocks at all? Is that in your in your wheelhouse? Um,
1: crypto, no. Okay. And um, stocks, I don't subscribe. Really. I don't do too much of that. Okay. Um, other than like a, a bi-weekly thing that goes nice. to Apple nice. <laughs> that smart. I don't that I don't even like Look pay at attention to. Smart. Smart man. Um, I would say, like, I'm hesitant. Like, things I don't know of.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, like, I don't know crypto. Yeah. So, I I just don't know it. That's fair. Um, even Facebook. Yeah. Even though I'm heavily into VR and AR, mm-hmm. when they talk metaverse, yeah. I never understood it. That's fair. So, like, with Bubble, I've never tried to put bubbler as a metaverse thing because i i
0: i I still don't understand it i feel you yeah (laughs) i agree i mean i feel like it's hard for people to get used to the the word metaverse like it just it doesn't stick naturally i feel like uh i feel like a lot of people don't want to let go of everything that we have in front of us and i'll speak for myself that's very much how i feel you know i think vr is really cool but i also want to enjoy the things that are present and here in life and i think uh the consensus has kind of been like metaverse sounds cool, but a little scary. Like, what is it? But, um, you're right. You're right. You're totally right by saying that. Interesting. Um, I think what we'll do now is just a little closing mm-hmm. and just three more questions that I have for you. But are there any upcoming events for either the bubbler or yourself that you're really looking forward to? It's getting warmer out. Mm-hmm. Um, anything on the horizon for Toye and creating, innovating and having fun, things like that. Um, I would say um, this
1: summer we're going to be continuing every month karaoke every month art every week um, Smash World tournaments Mm. this summer we're going to start doing the VR tournaments this summer we're going to start doing um, programs at um, the Bubbler we're going to start doing programs we're going to do like a VR 101 where basically you learn everything about vr in the past the mm. present and then we'll discuss things about the future mm. and we're also going to be doing things like pc building classes oh, wow. and various like robotics and stuff like that Oh, that's, um,
0: programs that's so cool i'm gonna be there i'm gonna for be sure, there i'm excited for, sure. for something like that that's what's up man thank you that's that's really cool to look forward to uh have there been any people or resources that could be in the form of like a book or an article or Uh, An actual person that have been really impactful in your life and your career. Uh, Twitter, Twitter, Twitter! Shout out Twitter. (laughs) Twitter, I get a lot of
1: my information from Twitter. Yeah. Um, if you follow the right people. Yeah. Um, I don't know off the top of my head, but um, I know I follow specific people where I get like latest Mm. updates on the things that I care about. Yeah. Um, also, I have alerts on my Twitter. Okay, I have alerts on my Gmail. Mm-hmm. Um, one for myself. If m- a Google alerts, if my name comes up in anything, nice. I get an email. If virtual reality, like specific topics yeah. come up in articles, mm-hmm. I get emailed that, so nice. I can just look at the latest in VR. Look at the latest in if I'm looking at AI mm-hmm. or ChatGPT um, now. Yeah, um, I'll get you know that's my email so that's nice. how i get my knowledge nice um that's a good way to do it and you know arnella's great um yeah. annette and mia from Rye Hub are great nice um sully um is amazing who's Suli? Suli. um she works currently on e-commerce okay um she actually was one mm. of the people that kinda started me in my VR journey. I actually mm. I, I miss this part. Um I volunteered at Rhode Island Virtual Reality. Okay. Um for about a year. Mm. Um she had this like um meetup group where like people came, talked about virtual reality every month mm. and she had like speakers come mm. and I volunteered. I took pictures, I just had a That's camera. Awesome. I just had a, I was awesome, a guy man. with a camera, I was like, yo, can I take pictures? Yeah, and then she let me, and then um, since then she's been like a critical part in like connecting me with specific people, mm. um, connecting me with the net even mm. and, and Mia um, with with Rye Hub. So um,
0: she has been a amazing. I believe it. Resource. That's awesome. That's really really cool. Damn. Um. So my last question for you is. What advice would you give to someone who's watching or listening and is thinking to myself and themselves? Because I'm thinking it, but they're thinking it too. Wow, Toye is so cool. Like, he's done so <laughs> much stuff, and it just seems like there's nothing that he can't do. I want to be like Toye, and I want to start my own virtual reality, and soda bar business. What advice would you give to someone who's thinking that?
1: I would say to, if they want to do anything, if that is what you want to do, write it down and don't give up on it. I love it. Just stick with it because it's going to be a time. There's many numerous times I wanted to shut down the bubbler, even before it was open. Like mm. so many things went wrong <laughs> so so many things went wrong yeah. um and I wanted to shut down but I didn't mm. even though I wanted to I just didn't mm-hmm. and because of that I am where I am and yeah. it's still here yeah hell yeah it's still here it's so awesome. I would say yeah just whatever you wanna do just just don't stop yeah and it could take time. Like it takes time, especially if it's something new. Like this was something new for me. Yeah. You know? Um so it's going to take time and it's not supposed to be something that you get and you understand mm. and when things go bad, like like dang, this is not for me. So, like that doesn't mean it's not for you. It just means you just gotta you know, try a little harder. But if you feel if you ever feel like, you know, like um I wouldn't want to say, like, because there's a difference between being discouraged and then knowing, like, this is not my passion. That's right. Like, if it's not your passion, then drop it. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, Dro- drop, drop it, you know. Yeah. Um, but if it is your passion and this is what you want to do, then go for it. Yeah. You know, go yeah. for it. Until there's something else you see that you maybe you like more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Definitely. Um, but, yeah, just don't stop. In terms of, like, specifically a, a soda bar. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a little niche. That's, like, or very much of a niche. Um, but. So, I would say um, money is definitely important. Yeah. Um, One thing that I did that helped me a lot mm-hmm. was I bought the building. Okay. So, I own the building where the bubbler is. Okay. And that has helped me um, at first I was renting it and I was paying romp, yeah. rent romp, rent yeah. every single month and my house is killing me I'm not open yeah. and it's killing me Yeah, so I bought the building and that has helped me a lot
0: mm, I believe it hmm okay so that's really good advice uh, you know if you want to start something of your own it can be not even a virtual reality and soda bar but from Toya's advice don't give up Maybe write it down, look at it from time to time, and whatever you do, as challenging as it gets, don't give up. And also, hey, if you could buy the building. Buy the building. Buy the building. (laughs) Buy the food. (laughs) (laughs) Buy the building. That's awesome advice. Any last words before we head out of here? Um, I
1: would say, like, you know, um, get into tech however you can. Right now, like, knowledge is – even more accessible with chat like you know it was now it was everywhere before with yeah. google but now you could index the specific knowledge you want with chat and i would say like just dive into whatever you want to do and utilize chat i have it on my home page mm. so i just utilize that every single day I use it you know for everything yeah. um you know and, and it's interesting to just see where that Um, how fast that technology is going. Crazy,
0: crazy. Um, I agree, I agree. That's what's up. Toye, this was a blast. I'm so happy that you got to sit in the seat and I got to sit on the other side of you. I appreciate you coming out here and I think we got to do another one. No, No. Yeah, 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 we got to do another one. We'll revisit this. We will, we'll see what the (laughs) bubble is up to in a couple months, what Toye is up to because only God knows what (laughs) he's going to come up with. So this was a blast. I'll see you guys on the next one. Peace out.